I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode is brought to you by the Center for Addiction and Mental Health, CAMH. It's never an easy call with so many problems in the world to know where to direct the money that you donate when you want to help out in this world. But what I can tell you is that when you donate to CAMH, you're saving lives. We know about the opioid crisis. We know about the mental health crisis. They are doing the work. Help change mental health care forever. Your support will help CAMH build a future where no one is left behind. Donate at CAMH.ca slash CanadaLand to help us treat addiction and build hope. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress that is trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. It's a great mattress at a very reasonable price point. Comes with a 20-year warranty and a great deal for our listeners. Douglas is giving you a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That is douglas.ca slash CanadaLand. Terry Gross has got some bars. Ira Glass lyrically is pretty dope. Carol Off can spit it. I would go Biggie Ghostface Zosky. Ira Glass was never a rapper. Terry Gross did not start her career as an MTV VJ. Peter Zosky never sang in an a cappella novelty band. Public radio is its own thing. The people who have done it best have come from that thing. They did not emerge from indie rock or backpack rap, but from broadcasting and from journalism. They have radio faces. They never do too well on TV. Generally speaking... Great public radio hosts have been nerds. The CBC is not interested in public radio nerds. And guys, that is not Shad's fault. Has the CBC still not learned its lesson about building up big stars, about trying too hard to be cool, about trying to develop its brand through other people's personalities instead of through its own content? Well, those are questions for the CBC to answer. I have other questions for Shad. Back with him in a moment. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Paula Last, James Barrett, Barb Justison, Linda Givtash, Lauren, Gilberto Carp, Greg Clark, Duncan Fremlin, Lauren Vale, Stephanie Belding, and FreshBooks. I'm really happy to welcome FreshBooks back as a sponsor. If you were listening from the beginning, you'll remember that they were Canada Land's first sponsor. 
and their support of this show allowed me to launch this show, so it's great to have their support once again. FreshBooks is a cloud accounting service that makes billing painless. It's built for freelancers and contractors and small businesses, and over 5 million of them have signed up so far. FreshBooks is stupid easy to use, and it saves me a lot of time. I do use it, by the way. I used it when they sponsored me, and I kept using it when they didn't. Invoicing, filing expense receipts, tracking my time, all of it is streamlined and simple. FreshBooks helps me get paid faster than I used to. It will tell you when a client looks at an invoice, which is actually very useful information. Go have a look at FreshBooks.com. You can try it for free for 30 days when you enter Canada Land in the window that asks where you heard about them from, and there is no credit card required. FreshBooks, painless billing. This episode is brought to you by the Center for Addiction and Mental Health, CAMH. We hear a lot about the opioid crisis. We talk a lot about the mental health crisis. These are serious problems. These problems affect us all. They've affected my life and my community. They're not intractable problems. I don't know what's going to solve them on a policy level, but day-to-day helping people, that's what CAMH does. They do it on the ground when people need help, and they do it through research. The team at CAMH gave our team a tour of their facilities, and we were really just blown away by the incredible heroic work that they're doing every day. They treat everyone with dignity, and their research is seeking and finding real solutions for everyone around the world. Help change mental health care forever. Your support will help CAMH build a future where no one is left behind. Donate at camh.ca slash CanadaLand to help CAMH treat addiction and build hope. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, It's amazing the things that we tell ourselves to talk ourselves out of getting help. Anybody who's actually gotten help knows that the process of getting things off your chest, of taking your stressors, your problems, and just like not letting them be bottled up, working through just conveying them to somebody, half of the battle is just doing that. You unburden yourself. And you know what? If you have a real mental health professional, no, they don't have magic bullets or magic words that make it all go away, but often they can help you see things a little bit differently and guide you to strategies or tools or to a new perspective that actually does help. As the largest online therapy provider in the world, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Because you listen to this podcast, you get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash CanadaLand. That's betterhelp.com slash CanadaLand. Shad, how many times have you been asked about the fact that you once said dope on the CBC? Uh, yeah, that's a that's a real point of conversation, surprisingly enough. Uh, yeah, in I'd say 50% of my interviews. He said dope, mm-hmm. and someone tweeted that he didn't like it. Shad, do you, do you plan on saying dope on the CBC again? It's instinctual. You know, if uh, I hear something that's dope, I might say that it's dope. Um, I think that most people can understand me from context. You know what they're really asking, right? Uh-huh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not asking if you plan on saying dope on the CBC. Uh-huh. They're asking if you plan on being black on the CBC. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not going to spend an hour rapping every day. You know, you don't have to worry about that. I'm not turning it into like a daily concert. Um, I know some people have some concerns about that, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's not the case. At the same time, I'm going to be who I am. Uh, I'm I'm a rapper. 
I'm a rapper. I'm a young black male and I'm a rapper. That's, uh, that's my background. You know, it's where I come from. If I'm in conversation with another rapper about a rap song, I'm going to probably use a little rap slang. That's, um, hopefully not too jargonistic for, for people. I think that, again, they can understand me, uh, from context. Uh, and I think it's, you don't, a, it's okay. You don't have to tell me, you know, they're, they are, they are out there though. Like it's the white Canada audience. It's like 10 years back from, from, you know, hip hop culture has really had, uh, like it's taken over in the States and it hasn't in Canada. And there's still a lot of CBC diehards over 60. They're still mad that radio two isn't playing classical all the time. And they are angry mm-hmm. when they hear anything from, from hip hop culture. And I don't think they see that there's like a racist aspect to that. Like they, they, they feel like it's the encroachment of, I don't know, some kind of American thing. I don't know what it is, but you're going to hear from them. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I understand that. I, I will definitely hear from them. Uh, I still like to think the best of people. I like to think that, Generally speaking, the audience is thoughtful and empathetic, and they can um, they can follow, and they're actually interested in following what I'm saying. And there will be people that that aren't interested. Um, you know, as you said, that's just kind of an old conversation to a lot of us as far as hip hop and its merits. You know, it's not one that I can really I can't really engage with it because it's just so old to me. I don't really know what to say. They'll get used to it or tough shit. Exactly. Exactly. Listen, man, I, before we go further, I just I should say congratulations. I mean, I'm totally jealous. I, I would <laughs> suck at that job, but I'm totally jealous. Well, thanks. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. It is a great job you just landed. Yeah. But it is a job that comes with a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. And you didn't pack that baggage. Mm-hmm. You, you, you didn't buy all the weird stuff that got shoved into those bags, but that baggage is being handed to you. It's your baggage now, Shad, and I, I, I got to ask you about it. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, of course. The first thing I want to talk to you about is uh, something I, I started thinking about when I was uh, listening to this old interview that you actually, you know, you were interviewed by Gameshi, mm-hmm. and you said in that interview that award shows shouldn't be about celebrating celebrities, mm-hmm. that, that you would rather be shining a light on people who are doing great things but who aren't already getting a lot of attention, and that's a great ethic. That's a very public radio ethic that you expressed. I got the idea from that, that you're not that big on stars and, and celebrities. Mm-hmm. Q is into celebrities. Yeah. I think it's the first CBC show to really embrace celebrity culture, and they're really into booking big stars. It's a major part of what the show has been and why it took off. And I would listen to Gameshi, and he'd be, li- he'd be interviewing Kenny Rogers and asking him if he had, like, an eye job, if he had plastic surgery, or he'd be talking mm. to Paris Hilton or something. And I, I don't mean to be like on like a high horse here. Like I, I click on celebrity bullshit like everybody else. <laughs> but on public radio, like I'm paying for Q, you're paying for Q, everybody is. Yeah. And I can't think of one good reason why public radio should be part of the celebrity hype machine. C- can you? Yeah, no, it, it shouldn't be part of the celebrity hype machine. Uh, at the same time, people care about celebrities, right? So... I think there's an opportunity there to go somewhere in conversation that is of value, you know, beyond, beyond, uh, yeah, celebrity hype. Certainly, if it's just celebrity hype, I don't feel like I'm doing my job. But the way that Gameshi always did that was he would have Paris Hilton on and mm-hmm. he would dress it up like a think piece. Like we're not actually talking about tabloid nonsense. We're talking about our culture's fascination with tabloid nonsense. And I never mm-hmm. bought it. I always thought this is just a way of getting mm-hmm. big stars on the air and, and sort of tarting it up in an intellectual way. Yeah. And I would rather be hearing like Q is the arts and culture show of the CBC. I want to hear 
celebration of artists that I wouldn't otherwise know. And I don't, I don't understand why there are these big American celebrities who are always like on a promotional tour for their new album or the new book or something. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm asking you if that's going to keep happening or, or if, or if you're going to like, you know, reorient things. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not particularly opposed to having famous people on there. You know, I think that the stories that matter, you know, when you talk about arts and culture, sometimes the stories people love are excellent, of course, right? I mean, it is, the two things aren't incompatible. And I think there could be some value there. I think it is just, it, it would be disingenuous to have Paris Hilton on and say we're talking about sort of uh, celebrity culture and is it vapid or not. But I don't think it would be disingenuous to have... Let's let's say someone else who's who's really famous and have a really human conversation. I mean, they're they are a human being at the end of the day, and they're a person that people care about. So maybe there's an opportunity there to you know to go somewhere in conversation that that is interesting. If it is just as it turns into just celebrity hype, then uh, you know I, I deserve to be out of a job. That's for sure. But I, I don't think that celebrity you know being a celebrity in and of itself you know makes you kind of not worthy of of public radio. Um, and means, you know, inherently that you don't have anything to offer it to the, to the platform. I, I wouldn't go that, I wouldn't go that far. I'm not interested in, in hosting a celebrity hype show. That's, that's for sure. I, I would hope I'd be out of a job. Yeah. As mixed up as Q got with the industry mm -hmm. and as important as it became as a place for, you know, artists to get on the air. A lot of stories, you know, in the wake of uh, of the sexual abuse allegations, there are other things that came to light. And, it, you know, it was obvious that Gameshi was really mixed up with some dirty showbiz stuff with his management, getting their own artists on the air to promote acts that, you know, they had an interest in. And then you'd start to hear lights all over the CBC. And I was hearing that that was Gameshi kind of engineering that. And then there was that Tom Petty thing where... Petty gave him $5,000 to fly to LA to interview him, like just a lot of payola kind of stuff back and forth. And um, I'm just wondering, you know, hmm. where you stand on that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm sure you've got a lot of people, you've been in the Canadian music industry for years, yeah. who are like, oh, you know, like uh, now we've got a connection to Q. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, that's already started. I mean, everyone from uh, from people I know to, pe to people I don't know at all, you know, pitching me stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where you have a lot of responsibility. You have an opportunity to give a platform. I mean, of course, I don't unilaterally make decisions about who who goes on the show or not. I uh, I have to pitch like every other producer, and I'm sure they have their friends and conflicts of interest as well. I think that's just something everybody has to navigate. But I think if we if we keep in mind, you know, the mandate of the show, the mandate of the CBC, and kind of have a sense of integrity around that, that should. That should go a long way because it, it certainly is, you know, it, there certainly is a lot of responsibility there. There's, there's the opportunity to give some people some shine. You know, the show should reflect your tastes in some way. Like, if, mm -hmm. if uh, you know, I think you've said that there's going to be more hip hop on the show. And I think that's great. Like, I think CBC has done a terrible job of promoting hip hop. But it's like, where do you cross the line into? Yeah. Uh, and it's a small country. Like, yeah. you know, conflicts of interest and in people who you have personal or professional relationships with. Mm -hmm. It's tricky stuff. It's totally tricky stuff. I don't know too much about the, you know, the organizational structure and the protocol and the accountability measures that are there, but you know, hopefully there are some cuz that's something for me and something for all our producers to, you know, it's a responsibility for sure. Cuz yeah, we we all have our tastes, we all have our, you know, even our sense of what's important. And at the same time you're trying to serve an audience, you know, it's it's complicated. It's certainly not easy, but uh yeah, none of that payola stuff. I mean, that's overt, and um, that that would certainly be out of the question. But yeah, that'll be something to navigate for sure. 
It's important. All right. I got another one I got to ask about. Yeah. One thing that I think became a problem for the show is as it got more popular, it started to veer away from just arts and culture. And I think it was just, you know, if everyone was talking about a hot topic, I think that Gameshi wanted to talk about that topic too. Mm-hmm. And so you'd, you'd see the show getting into some like major news stories, like mm. the rape culture debate, which went totally off the rails. Mm. And then some of the media panel stuff, you'd be hearing like conversations about, I don't know, Russia and Ukraine. And like, it just felt like <laughs> it wasn't within the wheelhouse that you expect. And yeah. that was a problem when there, when the journalism was in question, because then there was internal CBC stuff where they're like, well, officially it's not a news show, so it doesn't, it can't get subjected to our news standards and hmm. everything got kind of messy there. And I'm wondering if, if there's a, any kind of correction you have in mind, like, are you going to be talking about major news stories of the day or are you going to like refocus on arts and culture? Yeah, I think everything has to kind of go through that that arts and culture lens. Relevance is is important. You know, if something happens, uh, we want to talk about it. But but I think I think it's got to fall somewhere within the parameters of, of arts and culture for it to be a cue thing. Um, I wouldn't be too comfortable straying outside of that. It sounds to me like you're kind of like leaning back a little bit. You don't want to commit to any like position of what you're going to do with it one way or the next because you haven't gotten into that seat yet. Yeah. I get that. At the same time, I'm just wondering like what are you bringing to it? Like when you listen to the show, would you say like, man, they, they need to be doing more of this and not that and it bugs me when this happens or I really wish I could hear more of this. Like is there something guiding you as you step into the job? Um, yeah, there's something, there's something guiding, guiding me, but it's, it's less that, you know, I think it's more a sense of, uh, I think the show is important. You know, my, my general opinion of the show was always that this is, this is a show that I can talk to my best friend's parents about who are in their sixties and I can talk to my neighbors about who are my age and, uh, you know, my peers about. So that's what I always thought was really interesting about the show and the value of it. And that appealed to me. Uh, it, it was less like I want to change the show and make it my own and make it better. You know, the the job wasn't wasn't open a few a few months ago. You know, I wasn't. I, I certainly was not thinking about it when the opportunity presented itself. I was just kind of like, this is this is a really cool show. It's an important show. It's uh, you know, the learning is incredible. Uh, it was more of those things as far as what I want to do with it. I'm, I'm really not there yet. I kind of, uh, will have to lean back and, and lean on the, on the rest of the team as far as what needs to happen, how the show needs to evolve, at least in the short term. And then I think when I have my feet under me and I have a sense of a better sense of the job, um, I'll have more to contribute as far as direction goes. But as for right now, that's, that's kind of, you know, what's guiding me is, is I just think it's an important show. I think it's a cool show. It's an opportunity to have some interesting conversations and, and show something about, you know, about the human condition, about excellence in art and culture. Um, you know, all that stuff is, is just interesting to me. You got to take a step. You got to give me one concrete thing you're going to change. Tell me you're going to change the set because <laughs> it looks like it's like a, a, like a dungeon bordello. Like you got to do something <laughs> yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. This the set is definitely going to change. When I was in there, I was like, "This is just kind of cavernous and like sitting alone at that desk and trying to read an intro was was so hard for me." So I know they want to brighten it up, and I'm definitely all for that. Yeah, I also think it's like it's just good strategy for you to not 
put yourself in it like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that because they had a star problem. They had a problem with a big personality who everything was just feeding his personal brand. And, um, you know, I hear you kind of saying it's a team effort and you've got good people around you and you're going to learn on the job. I hear you saying that. Yeah. At the same time, like it is at the end of the day, like management is can, can, like I'm sure they're putting tons of money into developing it and training you and getting you good guests. And the team is fantastic and huge and it's well resourced. But at the end of the day, it's you on the air every day. Yeah. With thousands, hundreds of thousands of Canadians and people have to like spending time with you. They have to like just connecting with you and it is going to be about you and, and what you give to the audience. And, um, you know, it's a weird thing. Like this whole conversation chat is like, I mean, it's just a talk show, right? Yeah. It's not like you've just been named the new Pope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I was thinking about it. It's like the only national arts and culture show in the country. Like there is no much music anymore. It's like the yeah. only place for stuff to get exposure and the problem with you putting too much power in the hands of the organization is that the organization has fucked it up so terribly in so many ways. I'm sure you're getting all kinds of advice and, and uh, you're getting pushed and pulled in every different direction. I just wonder what you can say about the culture you're stepping into there. Well, in my very, very brief experience, uh, you know, I was actually really surprised at how lively the team was, you know, just full of energy and optimism and bright ideas. I was I was kind of floored, man. I was there in late January. I don't know if um, if they turned a corner sometime, you know, not too uh, pretty, pretty close to that or something. But um, the culture that that I've observed so far, and again, I have like super limited experience, was was pretty awesome. So I don't know. I kind of have, as far as what you were saying earlier, I I definitely have no choice but to but to lean on the team, at least in the short run, because they have the experience. They know how the show needs to evolve uh, right away. And uh, yeah, you know, I, the show is, yeah, I'm the host. I'm the face of it. Um, at the same time, it, I kind of feel like the show is not really about me. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You can, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong, but I kind of feel like people tune in uh, because they get interesting guests and interesting stories. Uh, and as far as me, you know, they'll, they'll increase their familiarity and they'll either come to love me or come to hate me. And, uh, and kind of that's that, you know what I think it is and it isn't about you. I think it's very much going to be about you. Like mm -hmm. we don't really have celebrities in Canada. We have Canadians who become celebrities in the States and then they're famous here. But yeah, you know, there's so many things out there trying to get your attention. There's so many different people. And you know, when you, when you're on CBC, you're there every day and, 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 and CBC personalities do become mm -hmm. that rare thing, the Canadian celebrity. So, yeah. you know, it, and, and I think we're seeing that it's, it's dangerous. It's especially dangerous when you've got your face is going to be up on the posters, maybe up, maybe they're going to still do like a 40 foot thing in the atrium. <laughs> and then you've got people on your team who are on like two week contracts. Yeah. There's such a power imbalance there. Totally. That's been a fucked up dynamic in a lot of different parts of the CBC, not just Q. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I don't think I really had a sense of it until last week, to be honest. What happened last week? When they made the announcement last week and it was, you know, it was all on the internet and, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm still doing, I'm still doing interviews about it. Um, that was the only time it really kind of set in that, yeah, like people, um, people develop a relationship with you across the country where, uh, yeah, you are kind of quite public. Uh, you know, my career in music thus far has been pretty, you know, I'm in my little corner of music. I enjoy my career, but I can certainly like enjoy normal life. Um, and that, that might change. 
It's it's exciting. It's it's just intense. I uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I, di- I didn't know. You know, until last week, and they made the announcement. That's when I was like, "Wow, okay, um, my life is is going to change." All right. I'm sure everybody's giving you unsolicited advice, so I'm, I'm I'll uh, I, I won't I won't give you advice. I'll, I'll I'll no no. I'll take I'll take all the advice, man. All right. It's a question as well as a piece of advice. But it's it's more than advice because, as you said, you listen to the show. Like I want to know what people that listen to the show what they think. Gameshi acted like he loved everything, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, I get it. The show's not, it's not arts criticism. It's arts exposure. It's arts celebration. I get that. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I would suck at it. Nobody asked me, but I would suck <laughs> at it. But d- it didn't matter what he had on. If it was country music, he loved it. If it was hip hop, he loved it. Canlit, comic books, poetry, I don't know, like foodie blogs, death metal, ukulele music. It didn't matter. Yeah. Who, whatever it was, they were the most wonderful person who he was interviewing. They were just fantastic. Nobody likes everything. Yeah. And and nobody can be liked by everyone. And I and, I, and that's the sense that I got was like, I didn't believe him that he liked everything. And I was very aware of his need to be loved by everyone. And um, I hmm. I don't know what the other thing is, but I, I, I think that just being real yeah. is a challenge when you've got that job. Yeah, certainly. With such a with such a broad audience, you know what I mean? With such a broad audience, it's like, which version of me should I be, you know? Um and I think also there's this tension. I don't know if you feel this with your interviews, but, you know, someone comes on and, and they are your guest. So, you know, you can't hate them. You can't hate what they do. You've invited them there. Like, you know, it'd be kind of, it, <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense to invite someone on and then, you know, be like, I no, kinda, you can't I, shit on the guest. No, no for you, sure. you, yeah. you can't. So there's, there is that tension there. And, you know, I think on top of that, I, I'm a nice guy. So, you know, I've already told the team, listen, you're going to have to hold me accountable here because I'm a nice guy. I'm not uh, usually inclined to ask people uh, difficult questions. At the same time, that's my job now. So, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll have to do a lot of learning there because, yeah, p- audiences don't really like that. They can see through it and it's not interesting and it's not real. Yeah. And there's a responsibility there, too, to call things out that need to be called out and talk about things that need to be talked about. It's that's that's the job. That's the public service. It's almost like the opposite of being an MC. Like yeah. talking shit is a part of being an MC yeah. and like taking positions on things and saying something like mm-hmm. I, I want an MC who says something, you know. Yeah. And it's not that you can't say anything as a, as a radio host, but like there is that pressure to be all things to all people. I just try to be a dick on my show <laughs> where, wherever possible. If yeah. I don't have to put it all in my personal life exclusively, you know. Well, that's the big difference, right? Like when you're when you're when you have your own show, for example, or when you, you have your own music or whatever your creative expression is, it's like you can take those stances, you can craft them exactly how you want to, and it's, it's totally a different thing from, from hosting. Yeah, that's, that's part of the craft I'll have to learn and get better at for sure. But it's an interesting challenge because they're, they're your guest. You, know? you can't invite someone into your living room and then... You know, they're like, why the hell do you invite me over here, man? This is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? I think it's like you can't love everything, but you can be curious about everything. There's no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like hosting is kind of like emceeing, too, in that there's like um, there's a lot of different ways to be good. Yeah. You know, not everyone is not everyone is Busta Rhymes, but you don't have to be Busta Rhymes to be good. You don't have to have that level of energy. Some people are, you know, they're they're mad laid back and other people, you know, I I, that's that's at least what my hope is with with hosting, because I don't have the, 
you know, I don't have the Ryan Seacrest gene of, of being super excited about everything all the time, but I can be curious. I can be interested. I can, you know, I, I hopefully I have my own way, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be weird for you. <laughs> it's going to be weird. It's already started being weird, but I think it's, yeah. it's going to be weird, but man, what an interesting job, right? What interesting work. Like I just couldn't turn it down. Listen, I, I enjoyed your guest in. I hope you do well with the show. I'll be listening. No, oh, thanks, man. Thank you for uh, for taking time to talk with me today. Yeah, no problem. Okay, that's your Canada Land show. I hope you enjoyed it. You can always email me at jesse at jessebrown.ca. I read them all. I respond when I can. I am on Twitter at Jesse Brown, and the website where we break news stories every week is at canadalandshow.com. The crowdfunding site is at patreon.com slash CanadaLand. We have been hanging right on the edge of the next milestone, which will trigger a whole new level of stuff from us. Go check it out. The next episode of Canada Land Shortcuts will be up on Thursday. If you like this show, support it. Hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about Canada Land, and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures. And it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support Canada Land. We need you to. And so for this month and this month only, you can become a Canada Land supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com slash join. And thank you.